Stairs. Who are you? Buddy, I am the Dragon Warrior. You? <laughs> Him? He's a panda. You're a panda. What are you going to do, big guy? Sit on me? Don't tempt me. Welcome to the We Take Five podcast. My name is Caleb. And I'm Robert. And I hate so much that we did it together. <laughs> Robert, I hate that so much right Caleb, now. Caleb, I've got a question. Robert, what's your question? Caleb, if you could have one song throughout your entire life that is going to be your theme song, wherever you go, whatever building you walk into, it's going to be the song you walk down to on your wedding day. It's going to be the song that's played at your funeral. It's going to be the song Wait, that plays I'm when you're walking. I'm walking down in. the aisle. Yeah. It's gonna be My the bride's <laughs> waiting for me. It's going to be the song that is played. Uh, when you walk into Aldi's, it's any song, wherever you are, this song is constantly on repeat. What is that theme song of your life? Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights down low. <laughs> Baby, lock the door and turn the lights down low. Easy. That would make a great one for your funeral. Done. Because you're already in the oh, That's so sad. That's so sad. Robert, what is, the, what, is the, what is the biggest crime that you think you can commit and get away with? Man, that's a good one. First off, what's your song? Oh, my song? Yeah. Uh, it is Friday Night Lights, Your Hand in Mine. If you don't know what it is, listen to it. Oh, it, it would get later. you pumped no matter this what. This is not like Starsky and Hutch. Go listen to it. Yeah. Your Hand in Mine, Friday Night Lights, has no words. It's just instrumental. Like, it'd make me want to, like, brush my teeth. Like, what? Hardcore. <laughs> like, what? Hey, it's while you're playing. It's while you're in the shower. It's while, like... That's why you're sleeping. All right, dude, what's the crime? <laughs> what's the crime you're committing while there's music playing in the background? Dude, man. Dude, I really think I could steal boats. Like out on Table Rock Lake, there's so many boats just sitting in docks, man. It, all I need is a pool noodle and bolt cutters. I have my crime. I'm gonna steal the Constitution. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of <laughs> That's what I want to take it. <laughs> the secret lies with Charlotte. Robert, we're only gonna take five minutes to talk about today. What are you, Batman? <laughs> no, it's, it's Nicolas Cage, yeah, an American well, treasure. Uh, national treasure. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, five minutes. We're oh, going to take man. five minutes to talk about the question, how do I know if I am saved? Awesome. So really to break the question down in the words of Robert, we're going to actually follow that question up with a question. So how do you know you're saved? First off, let's answer the question, how do you know that you're a follower, follower of Jesus, a follower of Jesus, or how, how do you know you're, how do you become a Christian yeah, to begin yeah, with? Yeah, yeah. We want to set the record straight, man. There's no prayer in the Bible that makes you a Christian. We don't find anywhere in scripture that you pray a prayer and that prayer makes you a Christian. In fact, what we do see in scripture though is that Romans 10, verse 9 through 10, Acts chapter 2, verse 21, and Romans 10, verse 13, these all point to one truth, and it's how you are saved. It's by believing on Jesus' finished work on the cross that saves you, and by making him Lord of your life. Yeah. And so basically what then I would do is ask you a follow-up question, meaning you as if, if you're the one asking this question, how do I know if I'm saved? If you were to answer Caleb's question of how do you become a follower of Jesus Christ and you answered that way, my follow-up question to you would be then, is, is this true for you? And if so, then at that time of salvation, Meaning, at that time you chose to believe in Jesus and His okay. finished work on the cross and okay. made Him if Lord you can of your think life. Think of a time that you've right. done that. In that moment in your life, that was the moment that the Holy Spirit began to live in you. This magic moment. This magic moment. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. That's like uh, a <laughs> Sandlot right there. But yeah, so at that moment, when you chose to believe in that, the Holy Spirit became alive in you. And once the Holy Spirit became alive in you, this is so important to know, that was the moment you can know 
for 100% without a shadow of a doubt that you're saved because Ephesians 1, 13 through 14 tells us this. It tells us that the Holy Spirit is the seal or the guarantee of our inheritance. And our inheritance is eternal life. The Holy Spirit is our guarantee. It's almost like our ticket of like, hey, I have the Holy Spirit living inside of me. Two tickets to paradise. Right. I've got but I got yeah. one ticket and that's the Holy Spirit, right? <laughs> okay. So I got one ticket to paradise and that paradise is heaven and that ticket is the Holy Spirit. That's my ticket to get in. I've got the Holy Spirit living inside of me, right? So that is what I would say is a, a, an evidence of you being a Christian, you being saved, is you having the Holy Spirit living inside of you. And other evidences to that would be Galatians 5, the fruits of the Spirit, okay. right? And not the fruits seeing of the flesh. Seeing that type of growth in you. Absolutely. Yeah, so seeing that type of growth. Evidence, yeah. Also know too, Sanctification. like, you may be asking or you may have asked this question before in your life, maybe having doubts and you're thinking, well, I haven't, like, Robert, I remember that moment where I chose to believe in Jesus Christ and his work on the cross and made him Lord of my life. But Robert, up to that point, my life hasn't looked like a Christian. My, I haven't, I haven't done good things. Well, I would challenge you with this, that if our good works were not the initial reason for us to be saved, then our good works will not be the reason why we'll keep being saved. So if our good works were not the reason why we became a Christian, yeah and made us a Christian, then our good works will not keep us a Christian. Absolutely. Um, it's the Holy Spirit living inside of us, being the guarantee of our inheritance, which is to come. So. Yeah. Philippians says, he who began the good work will be faithful to complete it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Or Ephesians. Don't quote me on this. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> Dang it. Um, guys, so I'll, really the heart of this question comes from, well, a student that asked it, yes, but I can relate to this because I remember growing up wondering and walking the aisle every other week just because I was like, man, I want to know that I know that I know that I know that I'm going to heaven. And really, if, you, if what was mentioned earlier, what Robert was talking about, if, man, you can remember that time where you made Jesus Lord of your life, then you must have faith in that moment and the fact that the Holy Spirit does reside within you. And so anything you, you experience doubts or fears up, like, like from that moment on of, man, are you really a Christian? Those are lies from the devil trying to doubt what God has done and is doing in your life. He's trying to hold you back from the purpose and the plans that God has for you yeah. this time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, just in takeaway, guys, I want to give you just two passages of Scripture to look up. Two um, passages of Scripture. Golly, man. Pack uh, back and leave tonight. Pack uh, I want to give you two passages of scripture to look up in regards to uh, the gospel because I believe these are just like gold in terms of describing to us and explaining to us what the gospel is. In today's language, Bitcoin. Yes. They are Titus 3, 3 through 7 and Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. And when you read these passages, I want you to ask these two questions. What do you learn about God and what do you learn about man? And if you're sitting here, Robert, like, Robert, I know the gospel. I know exactly how to communicate it with people. I've lived it. I've believed in it and everything like that. If you're sitting here saying, Robert, I've checked all those boxes, then let me ask you, who are you going to share it with? Who, not, not, not this podcast, but who are you going to go share the gospel with? And I, and I would just encourage you and challenge you to begin praying that the Holy Spirit reveal to you somebody in your life this week, somebody that you need to share the gospel with. Yeah. Um, and, and to go be obedient to the call of Matthew 20, 19 through 20. Do not come and see, but go and tell. Yeah, come on. Is that everything, Robert? That's it, man. All right, so in summary, we just want to sum up really fast. How do you know that you're a Christian? How do you know that you're saved? Well, how do you become a Christian? Can you remember a time in your life where you put your faith and hope in Jesus and made him Lord of your life? If your answer is yes, then any doubt or fear that you experience from that point on is a lie from the devil trying to hold you back from what God has for your life. Have faith and trust that, man, God began that in you. He's the one that's going to finish it. There's nothing that you can do to lose that from this point. Mm -hmm. Robert, anything to add? That's it, man. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the We Take Five podcast. My name is Caleb. And I'm Caleb. And that's Robert. <laughs> He's wearing no-show socks. I'm kind of weird.
and leggings.